And let us pray the prayer of the day. O God, our true life, to serve you is freedom and to know you is unending joy. We worship you, we glorify you, we give thanks to you for your great glory. Abide with us, reign in us, and make this world into a fit habitation for your divine majesty. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Good morning. morning. Our first reading is from Jeremiah. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who shepherd my people. It is you who have scattered my flock and have driven them away, and you have not attended to them. So I will attend to you for your evil doings, says the Lord. Then I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. I will raise up shepherds over them who will shepherd them, and they shall not fear any longer or be dismayed, nor shall any be missing, says the Lord. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, And he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. The word of the Lord. We will read Psalm 46 responsibly. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth be moved, and though the Though its waters rage and foam, and though the mountains tremble with its tumult. There is a river whose streams God is in the midst of the city. It shall not be shaken. God shall help it at the break of day. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Behold the one who makes war to cease in all the world, who breaks the bow and shatters the spear and burns the shields with fire. Be still then, and know I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. A reading from Colossians. May you be made strong with all the strength that comes from his glorious power. And may you be prepared to endure everything with patience, while joyfully giving thanks to the Father, who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. 
He has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers. All things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. The word of the Lord. this Lord's Day is the Gospel according to Luke, and we are in chapter 23. When they came to the place that is called Golgotha, the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by watching. But the leader scoffed at him and said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who was hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him and said, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. The Gospel of our Lord. be seated. Good morning again and welcome. We are today in the Gospel of Luke chapter 23. Jesus is dying on the cross. The crowds in front of him are shaking their heads and making little jokes with one another. And even the thief crucified on the Lord's left can still manage somehow to be sarcastic. 
But the other thief, crucified on the Lord's right, was humble and penitent. Jesus, he said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Grace, mercy, and peace be multiplied among you all in the knowledge of God and of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Is there anything in the world that can break up a friendship faster than having selective memory? If you want to ruin a relationship, if you want to push away your co-workers, if you want to cripple your own marriage, is there a more effective way of doing that than by having a selective memory? And you know what I mean by selective memory, I think. We see this sort of thing in kids all the time, and it's almost funny in a four-year-old. Say, for example, you tell the child, eat your spinach and I'll get you some ice cream for dessert. Okay, that sounds reasonable enough. Eat your spinach and I'll get you some ice cream. So what happens? The child doesn't touch the spinach, not one bite. Then 10 minutes later, he's crying, where's my ice cream? It's funny in a four-year-old, he remembers this thing, but somehow manages to forget that thing. It is just, you know, hilarious. And by the way, parents and grandparents, if your child does this from time to time, don't worry too much. Don't cave in. Don't you dare give them the ice cream. But don't worry too much. Selective memory is normal and occasionally almost cute in a four-year-old. It's not so cute in an adult. How many friendships over the years have been ruined this way? How many marriages have come to grief? Oh, I remember very clearly this hurtful thing you said to me. I remember this careless thing you did. I remember it very well. In fact, I rehearse it in my mind every night at 3 a.m. just to keep it fresh. <laughs> Funny, though, the times I was hurtful to you, the times I was careless towards you or rude or maybe overlooked you in some way, well, somehow I don't seem to remember that at all. And the times you forgave me for being hurtful or careless, hmm, I'm not sure I ever even noticed. Selective memory can sometimes be cute in kids, but they do need to be taught better because far from cute, selective memory like that in an adult is nothing short of dreadful. Well, speaking of dreadful, this man we like to call the thief on the cross. He had lived a very dreadful life, I think it's safe to say. Now, we like to call him the thief on the cross. You'll probably notice that the text before you calls him a criminal instead and not a thief. And you may be interested in knowing that the term actually used in the New Testament in Greek is kakorgos, 
so you know. Kakurgos, which literally just means evildoer. Now that covers a little bit of ground, doesn't it? This man was a kakurgos. He was an evildoer. Meaning that while he was no doubt a thief, it didn't stop there. He was likely also a murderer and a liar and a cheater and a slanderer and an extortionist and a playground bully and the kid who took your lunch money from you before school every single day and a lot of other bad things besides. He was an evildoer. He was crucified next to Jesus that afternoon and to be frank about it, you know, he deserved it. And the well-known words of this Kakurgos in the lesson for today, these words are among the most moving in the whole entire Bible. Jesus, he said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Remember me, Jesus, he said, but do me a small favor, would you please? Don't remember everything about me. Remember me, but don't remember everything I've ever said or done, Jesus, because a lot of it isn't very good, and some of it is downright evil. So listen, Lord, he said, I am begging you. In this kingdom of yours, remember me. Just don't remember everything about me. And wonder of wonders, Jesus said, Yes, yes, I will forgive, and yes, I will forget. I'll forgive, and I'll forget what needs to be forgiven and forgotten. I will do that for you, said Jesus. And the only thing I will remember forever, the only thing I will remember, is that you are also my child, and that I love you. Jesus, in other words, and I think this is kind of important, Jesus has selective memory too. He does. Only his selective memory is exactly the opposite of yours and mine. Jesus, you see, forgives our sin. He forgives it and then will forget it forever and instead will remember only his great love for us and his promise to welcome us to his Father's home. Again, Jesus forgives and forgets the wrongs we have done and only remembers his love. We usually pretty much do it exactly the opposite, I think. I mean, look, when I am sitting there stewing at three in the morning, I am generally not remembering how much I love people and how much they love me. And gosh, what a wonderful God we have who just loves the whole wide world. No, at 3 a.m., I've kind of forgotten all of that. What I'm remembering at 3 a.m., and stop me if this sounds familiar, what I'm remembering instead is every little slight I've ever felt and every little perceived hurt I've ever endured, 
and I'm taking them all and rolling them up together and nursing them into one great big gigantic grudge and this is selective memory at its worst. Remembering some careless thing a family member may have said or done, forgetting how much this person loves you and how much you love them. Brooding over some rude comment at work or some thoughtless behavior at the water cooler, forgetting how maybe we've done the same kind of thing ourselves and how our friends have chosen to be our friends anyway. This is how our selective memory operates, especially at three in the morning. And I think the word I've been using today to describe it is dreadful. I mean, this is just dreadful. But the selective memory of Jesus is exactly the opposite. He is graceful and full of mercy and compassion. Jesus, of course, knows us better than we know ourselves. He has been a witness to your entire life, including those 3 a.m. pity parties. And frankly, if he felt like it, he could pin the word kakurgos on every single one of us. Kakurgos, evildoer. But that is not what he came to do. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us and on the third day rise again. He died and rose again to forgive our sins and not only forgive them, but forget them. To forget them for eternity and instead to remember always and only that you are a child of God, beloved of the Lord, and that he has a place for you as well in his Father's house forever. Where would we be if Jesus had our kind of selective memory? Where would we be if Jesus had our kind of selective memory? It is not a pretty thought. Here's a better question, though, and it's the one the gospel wants you to think about. Not where would we be if Jesus had our kind of memory, but where would we be if we had his? Where would we be if we could honestly forgive and learn to forget? Where would we be if we could overlook bumps and bruises every day and simply love the people around us? Where would we be if we didn't stew and fret and hold on to grudges, but instead could love without looking back? Where would we be if we could learn to forgive and forget kinda like Jesus? Where then would our families be? Where would our church and community be? Where would this world be if we could get over being mad and simply remember to love each other the way God has loved us? Well, someday in the kingdom of heaven, we're going to find out for sure. Until then, don't forget that you have been given today to get started. May we do so in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.